Welcome to Leaves of Blue Away, the serials where we retell stories from the Bible simply. I'm your host, Todd Allen, author of the book, Leaves of Blue Away. Check out our main podcast for frank and entertaining discussions and intimate conversations with other regular people just like you and me who open up and tell us their stories. Today, we're going to jump into Luke 18, reading from The Message. Then Jesus took the twelve off to the side and said, Listen carefully. We're on our way up to Jerusalem. Everything written in the prophets about the Son of Man will take place. He will be handed over to the Romans, jeered at, ridiculed, and spit on. Then after giving him the third degree, they will kill him. In three days he will rise alive. But they didn't get it could make neither heads nor tails of what he was talking about. Jesus came to the outskirts of Jericho. A blind man was sitting beside the road asking for handouts. When he heard the rustle of the crowd, he asked what was going on. They told him, Jesus, the Nazarene is going by. He yelled, Jesus, son of David, mercy, have mercy on me. Those ahead of Jesus told the man to shut up. But he only yelled all the louder, Son of David, mercy, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and ordered him to be brought over. When he had come near, Jesus asked, What do you want from me? He said, Master, I want to see again. Jesus said, Go ahead, see again. Your faith has saved and healed you. The healing was instant. He looked up, seen, and then followed Jesus, glorifying God. Everyone in the street joined in, shouting praise to God. Luke 18, 31-43 in the message. The disease had started slowly. The early symptoms hardly noticeable at first. A slight blurring in his peripheral vision a fuzziness around the margins, but the impact on his life and trade were negligible. Occasionally he would knock a tool he was reaching for off his workbench or tip over a glass of water. In the beginning, he brushed it off as clumsiness, but gradually it became worse. A leather worker by trade, he had a reputation as a fine craftsman. He set up shop in Jericho, a wealthy town a day's journey from Jerusalem. The ruins of the walled city of Joshua's day, which the Israelites had marched around seven times, lay to the south. The new city had become a mecca for the rich and famous, aristocrats and ruling priests. Herod the Great had built his lavish winter palaces there. Plying his trade in the bustling economy of the town had enabled the man to earn a decent living. But as his vision grew worse, his work suffered. His clients felt bad for him but they needed someone to do the work. And as his vision slowly deteriorated, he was less and less able to perform the craft he'd always loved. He kept trying right up until the end, but trying didn't matter. He simply couldn't see to work or do anything else requiring sight, which at the time seemed like everything. When he finally took down the sign over his door, and gave in to the inevitable, a part of him died that day. 
and the shell of a man that was left when the blackness closed in completely had no interest in whatever life was left to live. He only wanted to be done, but he was left to stumble through however many years of darkness he had left. Too many of us can feel his anguish. We still have our sight. We can watch the sun rise and set every day, but all the color has bled out of our worlds. Joy and peace has fled the scene and left us empty and hollow inside. We can remember what it was to truly see, to live and enjoy living, but it seems like so long ago, and even our memories of those bright sunny days are fading. The darkness is closing in on us steadily, moving from inside out, if not from the outside in. But the fear and loneliness and worthlessness feel the same either way. We used to hope for more, but we've forgotten even how to hope. The meds were supposed to help, and they did for a while, but they didn't fill the hollow places inside, just made them more tolerable. And then after a time, the dull gray world felt no better than the blackness before, and one more ray of hope was finally extinguished. Sitting where he always did, alone on the side of the road, on a dirty mat with a cup for spare coins, the man had given up. One dark day blended in with the next, and his world devolved into one of only sound. It was into this world of darkness that Jesus walked this day. The commotion of a large group of people passing startled him out of his droning daily mantra of shaking his cup of coins and calling out for pity and spare change. He asked those passing close to him what was going on. A woman leaned over and spoke to him. Jesus, the Nazarene, is passing by. He had heard rumors of the healer from Galilee, and suddenly he knew this was his one and only chance. Jesus would not pass his way again. So he stood up and began yelling after the crowd, Jesus, son of David, mercy, please, have mercy on me. He yelled as loud as he could, but he was fighting tears, and emotion choked his voice. The people at the front tried to shut him up. Surely Jesus had come for the aristocrats and the wealthy rulers, not blind beggars lying covered in road dust, destitute and forgotten. But the man had lost everything. He had no more pride to wound. And he shouted even louder, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then the rustle of passing footsteps slowed, and over the noise of the crowd he heard the healer's voice calling to him to come. He followed the sound of the voice, stumbling in his darkness, reaching out his hands. Then a firm grip found his own, and he stopped, feeling the presence of the Nazarene. The voice was strong, but also gentle, and the tears he had been fighting finally let loose. What do you want from me? The teacher asked, and the man's heart filled with emotion. The years of blindness peeled away, and he remembered again what it was to see the world in all its radiant, colorful beauty. Master, he said. He hardly dared hope, 
but hope rose in his heart just the same. I want to see again. Jesus touched the man's arm and felt all the years of sickness and frustration and pain wash over him in a flood. Go ahead. Open your eyes and see again. Suddenly he saw. The darkness he had been living in for all those years fell away, and the sunlight washed over him, and his Savior's face swam out of the blackness, smiling, beaming. And as he shouted his praise through tears, the crowd that had tried to quiet him, to pass him by without notice, began shouting with him. And together they glorified their God. What if Jesus walks into our world today? Are we listening? Will we hear him as he passes by? And when he asks us what we want from him, will we remember what it once was to see? And will we find the faith to tell our Lord, Jesus, I want to see again. Thanks for joining me today. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Leaves the Blue Away. Make sure to subscribe and share the story with your family and friends. May the God of all hope bless you and take these seeds we're scattering and use them for his harvest. See you next time. 